This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis coming to you again this morning, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message from God's Word we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. We want to continue this morning in the uh, first, first Peter chapter 5, and we're looking at verse 9. Before we read, though, let me uh, say this. Remember in our last study we saw in verse 8 where Peter was telling us to be sober, to be vigilant, because Satan, like a roaring lion, is going about seeking whom he may devour. And let's stop and look for a moment at Satan. Our modernist, our average church member uh, today tell me that they have no trouble with Satan. Many of them believe that Satan is only an evil influence. They don't understand that Satan is the prince of the power of the air and that this earth is his kingdom that he was the highest created being there in the heavens. And when the Lord, uh, when, he, when sin was found in him, pride rose up in his heart, and the Lord cast him out of heaven and uh, onto this earth where he's a prince of the power of the air. His, his kingdom is now here in the stratosphere. And he never lost one bit of his power. No, he is the mortal enemy of every child of God. <coughs> he hates the Lord Jesus Christ but yet he aspires to be like God. He did everything in his power to kill the Lord before he reached the cross. That was his aim and his purpose, so that man, like you and me, like you and I, would have no substitute. He never lets up, nor does he sleep nor slumber. No, he doesn't. I've mentioned it before that if you would like to know more about Satan's power and his presence and the things of the spiritual world, we have a book here in our bookstore, of the Radio Bible and Bookstore, uh, entitled The Spirit World by Larkin. Uh, and and we, I, I recommend it very highly. It tells us of uh, so much more than I could ever attempt to tell you. You write us and let us, let us know if you're interested. I'll quote you a price on it, tell you how much it costs, and we'll ship it to you. And I highly recommend it, my friend, I do. I hardly ever recommend a book over this broadcast, but this is one book I would highly recommend. I have the whole book on tape, and I sit and listen to it many times uh, in order to refresh my mind onto the, uh, oh, the, the wiles of Satan. This Satan is who Peter is speaking of in verse 9. Listen, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Peter tells us to resist Satan, to be careful not to fall into one of his many snares. James chapter 4 and verse 7 tells us, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Did you hear that this morning, believer? The Bible tells you and me to resist the devil and he will flee from us. He can't stand the word of God. Do you know how to get the devil to leave you alone? You begin to tell him about what the Lord has done for you. Just, just, I do. I just say, Satan, you know, get back. Get behind me, Satan, as the Lord said. Get behind me, Satan. And uh, because my Lord has uh, redeemed me, he accuses me of all this and all of that. Sure, sure. It's probably true what he's saying, even though he can't tell the truth. But I find in our day that many of our people won't have these instructions. They allow themselves to go into the devil's territory. They allow themselves to play right into his hands, in essence, to cooperate with the devil. They see no danger walking where they should not walk. 
Satan has so many devices. He will attempt to work in your uh, uh, weakness if he can. He knows your weakness. And if you uh, tend to be critical of people, uh, he'll find you information. He'll feed you that information. The old Pastor Shelton, uh, the old trailblazer often said, if a person wants to go to hell, Satan will furnish him a horse, saddle, and bridle. That's right, my friend. Now, you think about it. Satan is all ready to help you go into sin. He'll feed you information so that you might be critical. In, in all of those criticisms, he'll bring you into your life. People of like-minded who also see nothing wrong with a critical spirit. He'll have some, someone to be uh, give you a listening ears. Uh, yes, they'll see themselves as a spiritual uh, 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 person, yes. And uh, many times to a weaker vessel, they'll be uh, a counselor, as it were. When all the time they're only being a busybody and a gossiper and doing Satan's business. Now, my friend, Satan is the head of all gossip departments. Let me tell you. Listen to me now. Satan is the head of the gossip department. Now, that's one thing he's head of. I tell you that you and I should be aware or beware of Satan's devices. He is the old tempter. He'll put things in your eyes and in your ears if he can. And if you're not careful, he will steal every spiritual thought that you have. You say, Pastor, what is the answer? How can we resist the old devil? First of all, it's, it's only by grace. Only the grace of the Lord is able to protect us from those things. But I believe the Lord wants, wants and expects you and me to keep our eyes open and to, uh, and, and to be aware of Satan's uh, tricks. We read in uh, 1 John 4, 1, listen, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try or prove the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. What a warning, my friend. <coughs> what a warning John gives us here. He says, Believe not every spirit. Do you believe that everything religious is of the Lord? Do you believe that all of this spurious stuff that you see now on the television, all of this uh, religious rock music, do you ever heard of such a thing, a religious rock music? All of that, my friend. Now they've even taken some of our great old hymns and put them to a, a beat a rock beat, and they sing them with that. What a, what, a, what a tragedy, my friend. Yes, he says to beware because many false prophets are going out into the world. And we find John warning us here. Uh, yes, uh, we, we are to try the spirits. We don't just walk into things blindly, no, and uh, to see if they be of the Lord. I believe that one of the greatest dangers that we face today is false prophets who are abounding in our land. There's so much error being preached. Let's just look for a moment at the ministry now as we uh, uh, speak, how it's being bombarded with women preachers. Yes, women preachers. Some of them call themselves uh, uh, into the ministry and begin to preach. Folks flock to hear them where they have no grounds to stand on. For nowhere in God's Word do we find where a woman is called to preach. No, she is to be in subjection to her husband in everything. The preacher, the elder, or the pastor is to be the husband of one wife. I know that folks will get mad and chomp their bits at what I'm saying, but I'm telling you what God's Word says. I don't hear anyone uh, getting on the radio and taking a stand against uh, women preachers. I don't. 
I don't, my friend. I don't hear one preacher taking a stand on the side of truth. I wonder if our preachers are afraid to stand up and preach uh, the word of the Lord and leave the results in God's hand. Are they afraid of their congregation and that they might offend someone? Listen, my preacher friend, if you see error in your church, if you see error in your congregation and you're afraid to speak out against it, you better get out of the ministry. You better get out and dig ditches for a living. God's going to hold you responsible, my friend. I wonder how many of your members know uh, how you stand on women preachers, gay preachers, lesbian preachers, homosexual ministers, uh, my friend, being ordained into the ministry. How do you stand on that? Have you ever told your congregation uh, how you stand? My friend, are you uh, afraid to tell them? Or maybe you're n you see nothing wrong with all this. You just, uh, no, you, you just look. Look, my friend, the other way. Many just look the other way. One thing I like to do in thinking about these things, I say, what would John the Baptist have to say about this condition? Now, my friend, if you, preacher friend, if you want to know how to find out if something's of the Lord or not, just, just compare it with what our Lord would say. Compare it with what John the Baptist would say. Uh, and yes, I endeavor to follow, uh, follow the Lord in those things. Do you think John the Baptist would put on a big program and advertise it highly that some rock group was coming there out into the wilderness one night to hold a revival meeting, and he would have a, a, a side show there, as it were, a rock group and a brass band and a hippies with the long hair and the ear, rings in the ears and the noses? No, my friend, that's a farce. That's just all of Satan. That's one of Satan's tricks, my friend. Yes, just think about what happened to, 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 to John. Remember why he was beheaded by old Herod? Do you remember that story, my friend? Herod's, uh, he's, uh, he's, took his finger and pointed it in Herod's face. Herod was the king. And he said, uh, you're living in adultery. You're living in adultery. You're living with your brother's wife. He never took a back seat in calling sin, sin. I don't believe that you and I should either. God is going to hold you and me responsible for our preaching. You can go on uh, never offending anyone. Let your congregation go to hell. That's what Satan and all his false prophets are attempting to do, to blind our people's eyes so that they see nothing wrong with a church turning over its Sunday night and Wednesday night program to some rock group to come in there and entertain and, 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 and uh, blow a, a purple smoke and purple lights and all of those laser things. My friend, think with me, my friend. That's abomination in the sight of the Lord. Oh, my friend, our people are so blind that they cannot see sin. The old, this old world is on the rocks. There's no one standing up and crying, repent, repent for the kingdom of God is hand. No, our large churches and denominations have hired psychiatrists and sociologists to, to counsel with any who are disturbed about their soul or who takes offense a, a at some of these things that they put on, my friend, to convince them that they are all right and nothing uh, to become alarmed about, my friends. This morning, salvation of a poor soul is the most important thing, the most blessed thing that ever takes place in the life of a sinner. Don't be deceived. Don't be led astray by Satan's devices, by his false prophets. Resist. Stand fast. Resist all of Satan's devices. Try the spirits, my friend. Do you know where you can find out? In God's Word. You ask the Lord uh, by his Holy Spirit to guide you in the right path. 
Don't be fooled by Satan. Uh, he can't tell the truth. He, uh, no, he cannot tell the truth, my friend. He just can't. His emissaries can't tell the truth. And we must be careful to resist all of these things. We must put on the whole armor of God, my friend, to be able to withstand his devices. We must be uh, rooted and grounded in the word, my friend, to know the truth. Oh, from error. Do you know the truth from error this morning, my friend? Do you think that every, every little <coughs> thing that stands up and calls himself a minister of God is God's preacher? Do, do you listen to his message? You want me to tell you the marks of a, new, of, a, of a saved preacher? Always exalting Christ. Always honoring and glorifying the Lord. Always taking the blame, taking the low place. My friend, uh, God's man seeks no glory and honor in this life. He seeks to exalt the Lord. He knows that the Lord is the only, uh, that is on our only hope. And my friend, but all of these things the Lord tells us to resist. Resist, oh Satan, would you this morning? Would you tell Satan to go back where he came from and to just leave you alone that Christ died for your sin? Don't let him accuse you. He is the old accuser. He is the old imitator. He'll imitate God's work. He's just like a mockingbird. You ever hear a mockingbird sing? They sing like a quail. They sing like a breadbird. But he's an imitator. That's what Satan is. He imitates the gospel. But it's false, my friend. It'll lead you straight into eternity lost and on the road to hell. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast this morning. Oh, we're just getting started, didn't we? And have to come to a close. But you write us, would you, and let us know. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 